Hey, welcome back. Jeff Semple sitting in for Alan Carter over the next few days. Thanks for tuning in. Um, you know, every morning is part of my sort of morning routine at the risk of oversharing, but no, I'm kidding. As, as part of my morning routine online, you know, you sit down with your coffee and your breakfast in the morning and I start checking the news. And of course, my first stop, as is yours, I'm sure, globalnews.ca, the best news website in the country. Uh, you know, great to see what's making news, but we also have um, a website at Global News internally here where we can see which are the most read news stories of that moment and of that day. And it's interesting to check this morning because I think, you know, here we are midsummer uh, in the midst of a pandemic that has been, you know, exhausting for everyone, if not worse. And there is this sort of palpable thirst for good news out there, I think, because all of the top ranking stories are good news stories, good news about the pandemic. And uh, as of an hour ago, anyway, the top story on globalnews.ca was headlined BC woman reunited with stolen teddy bear containing her deceased mum's recorded voice. I don't know if you've heard about this story. It's been reported over the past few days. This BC woman, a young woman, her mother passed away from cancer last year. But before she died, she recorded a very sweet, lovely message to her daughter. Put that recording into a custom-made teddy bear so when you squeeze the bear's hand, the mother's voice would speak out from the bear and say these beautiful things to her daughter. So it was quite sweet. But as the woman was moving into a new apartment in Vancouver uh, just last week, I believe, she turned around and the bear was gone. So had apparently been stolen. But she got some celebrity help, some Hollywood help from none other than Ryan Reynolds, of course, the Vancouver-born actor who offered a $5,000 reward for that teddy bear. No questions asked if it was returned, and I'm happy to tell you, and apparently, you know, this is the top story. This is the news people want to know, that that teddy bear has been returned by a good Samaritan who said he found it in a tent in a park, apparently. So, well, whatever. Uh, I'm sure he's telling the truth. Uh, but the good news is the bear has been reunited with its owner. So, happy ever after there. Uh, that's the good news. Unfortunately, we've also got to bring you some bad news today. Some difficult news, but important news from the food bank. The Daily Bread Food Bank has just released a comprehensive report detailing the impact of COVID-19 on food insecurity and food bank use in Toronto. It's the only report of its kind in Canada, and it has some very troubling finds. 76% of new clients that began using food banks due to COVID-19 are primarily because of job losses. A third of respondents to this survey were unable to continue to pay rent within the next four to six months if the crisis continues. The frequency of going a full day without eating in this city almost every month has increased by 20%. But the headline is that the food bank has seen a 200% increase in new clients accessing food banks in Toronto during the pandemic. been a lot of reporting on just how devastating this has been financially for a lot of people pushed out of work. Um, so that is, you know, a continuing picture. Even as we continue to report on the number of cases going up and down and up and down and trending down, obviously, you know, important to remember those figures as well, that uh, even as the number of cases drop, food bank usage continues to go up in this city. That's the bad news. The good news, though, is that help is on the way. Global Medic, a Canadian charity you might have heard of, typically responds to disasters all over the world, from the earthquake in Haiti, the Ebola outbreak in Sierra Leone. But these days, they have been deploying their resources on home turf to deal with, among other things, food insecurity. 
helping Canadians who have been affected by the COVID-19 pandemic. And we are joined on the line now by Raul Singh, who is the executive director and founder of Global Medic. Um, Raul, great to have you on the program. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me on. And as you kind of called it out, we've run 220 ops in 73 countries and delivered life-saving aid to 3.4 million folks. And we're fully committed and got everything operational in Canada right now responding to this crisis. Yeah, I mean, to be deploying those resources that, you know, we typically see video pictures of you guys working all over the world and, you know, in, in difficult countries, I mean, third world countries, and here you are deploying in Canada. Talk to us about the type of work that you've been doing to try and help Canadians through this. Well, we've got everything going, like all the field hospitals we'd normally use. We put the tents out. Uh, Daily Bread's got one of our big, huge tents to keep its food bank open for, for regular clients. And then, as you know, Daily Bread supports all the other food banks in the city. So some of our tents up are at different hospitals around. Um, we've been doing the food program, which we'll get into later on. We've distributed 100,000 hygiene kits through shelters and community agencies. Uh, and we're, you know, we're going to double that amount. We've run a cash transfer program early on, well before there was anything called CERB, uh, to hundreds of families. We've got a big PPE program. We've even launched the Canada's first humanitarian drone cargo delivery service where we're reaching both Soleil First Nation with, with drone cargo delivery flights, uh, uh, you know, using our drone program for help. But I mean, the biggest and most important impact we're having is that emergency food program. Yeah. And uh, you mentioned the drone program, which is a great one. Um, I mean, deploying that new technology, drone technology to deliver much needed supplies to communities that are hard to reach. Right. Um, another one that um, really stood out to me was, you know, as we've heard through over the course of the pandemic, the refrain over and over, wash your hands with soap and water for at least 20 seconds, that that's the best way to protect yourself from COVID-19, right? A respiratory virus. But, you know, not everyone has access to soap. And talk to me about that and, and that challenge and what you folks have been doing to address that. Yeah, so I'm, I'm actually glad you mentioned that because I left that off my list accidentally. Um, we pushed out a couple hundred thousand bars of soap to folks. Like if you can't afford food, chances are you can't afford hygiene items like, like soap. Sad reality, but it's just the truth and we need to face that. And then we took that one step further where we started putting together these kits of like bar soap in a box or bar soap that was wrapped, like, you know, ivory soap was donated to us and Olay soap was donated to us by Procter and Gamble. And then we paired that in a Ziploc bag with a washable reusable mask. And then we went out to the community with trusted members of of the society. So we, we worked with like the Vaughn fire rescue service, Oshawa firefighters, Brampton fire and emergency services. And we actually put frontline responders out into the streets and high incident postal codes transit stops, different areas where we were seeing less compliance. And we were trying to get them the messaging out from this trusted member of society. Everybody trusts the firefighter and the firefighter would be saying, hey, look, um, um, you've got to protect yourself, wash your hands with soap. And we'd give them the soap. Then they'd say, you've got to, um, you know, protect your family. So go get a test. Um, then they'd say, protect the community, wear a mask. And we're providing the tools um, that we're telling folks they need to do. So we've done about 10,000 of those kits across the GTA in those areas. We're going to keep doing more of those kits. Uh, um, and in, in addition to that, those First Nations kits that we put together um, where we got 10,000 families and 88 First Nations, these kits, we also included masks and soap in those food kits. Last question for you real quick. Your reaction, Raul, to the news from the Daily Bread Food Bank today, that 
revealing, I mean, um, there were a lot of numbers there, but the big one, there are 200% increase in new clients accessing food banks in Toronto during the pandemic. What's your response to that? Yeah, I think that's heartbreaking. I think when you drill down into it, and then you see that, you know, we go from, you know, one in four children that went hungry, according to parents, to one in three, like that's a pretty significant uptake in percentages. I mean, A, we never should be at one in four to begin with, and we don't want to be going in the direction of one in three. And I know the programming that we're running in like Humber College and University of Toronto and Scarborough, where we've got volunteers in and we're taking 50 pound bags of non-perishable food, repacking them in one pound bags and then getting them out to the food banks. We've now pushed out 400,000 pounds of emergency food in GTA. And I mean, like we're making a dent, but these numbers are startling, which means we got to keep pushing out more and more. Roel Singh, the executive director of Global Medic, uh, trying to meet that growing need as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic. Thanks so much for joining us here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto, my friend. Oh, thanks for having me. Stick around. When we come back after a very short break, we will be talking stage three reopening plan here in Toronto, slated for midnight on Friday. Lots of businesses reopening, but how should you feel about going back into them? We will ask an infectious disease physician coming up here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.